Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry to wake you, darling. In fact, I wasn't even sure you'd hear the bell upstairs there. Oh, I've been sleeping with one eye and one ear open, in case you rang. Having your bed down here in the dining room is fine in the daytime. At night, I... Well, I, I guess I should have brought a cot down for me and stayed here with you. No, 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 no. No, I'm all right. It's just that the window was open too wide and it got so cold in here. Oh, Well, I finally yeah. struggled up and tried to close it oh. and the darn thing stuck, you know, and I got this awful... Pain in my back oh, again, honey, and I... it is too cold in here. Yeah. What's the matter? Oh, good. What, 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 what time is it? 3.30. Haven't you slept? Oh, yes, yes, I guess so. But I went to sleep too early, so I woke up and I, you know, couldn't get back to sleep again. And I don't know, when you've laid there, there's nothing more depressing than, than waking up in the middle of the night. You know, when it's dark and quiet and oh, I know. nobody around. I know, I know. How's the pain in your back now? Oh, it's okay. I'm oh, lying still, you know. Sure. My back doesn't bother me unless I move. I know, dear. I, I just don't see how merely bending down to tie my shoelace could put me flat on my back like no, this. I, three I, days. I, three I know, days dear. now. I know, dear. Doctor says don't worry. Well, well, boy, I do worry. How can I'll, you... I'll bring a chair in from the living room. Comfortable one. And, and then sit here with you the rest of the night. Don't worry. Nights are always worse, I think. Oh, no, no. Look, darling, you go back to bed. I, I'll be all right. You'll feel better if you know I'm here, won't you? Hmm? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so, but... Yeah. Well, I hate to Come have you lose feet. sleep <laughs> oh, just for me. Don't you worry about me now. I'll get that little armchair from the living room, and I'll sit right here beside you, and, and you try to get some sleep. Oh. That's what the doctor said, just rest. Yeah. And in the morning, when the sun comes up, you're going to feel much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Oh, golly. Oh, well, did, did I finally go back to sleep? Yes, so did I, sleeping in the chair. Oh, <laughs> boy, you must have a crick in your neck. No, I feel fine. How do you feel, which is more to the point? Well, I can't quite tell yet, but, yeah. I, golly, I, you know, I think my back is a little better. <laughs> yeah, at least I can I can turn over in bed without going through agony. Oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah. What, what time is it? A quarter after six. I woke up at 5.30, went up and took a shower and got dressed. Are you hungry? Yeah, I am. By golly, good. I am. You know, getting my appetite back, I guess. Ah, that's good. What would you like for breakfast? I want everything. Bacon, eggs, toast, anything you got. <laughs> How would you like me to stir up some blueberry muffins? Huh? Oh, uh... honey, no, no. That's too much trouble. <laughs> no, nothing's too much trouble. I'm just glad to see that sparkle back in your eye. You're going to be well in no time, honey. Now, don't sound like the doctor, will you, boy? I think a doctor needs a bedside manner, but this guy treats me like a five-year-old. Well, honey, what do you want him to do? Walk in here and say, well, you are one sick man. Well, you know? no, no, <laughs> I guess not. But just as long as you're going to make blueberry muffins for breakfast, the least I can do is look presentable here, huh? Is my razor down here? No, it's in the powder room, both the electric razor and the other. I, I put fresh pajamas in there, too. Would you like me to help you? Oh, no, huh? no, no. That's all. No, I can do it myself. If I just walk slowly, you well, know. Well, I'll change the sheets while you're shaving, and then your bed will be all nice and fresh. Ah. Take it easy now. Take it easy, dear. 
Oh, I brought down the cane that I had when I hurt my ankle. Do you want it? Take it. Oh, no, I, I don't need it. Don't be silly. Use I it, dear. I do not need a cane yet. Oh, really? And don't say yet like that. Well, why doesn't that doctor tell me what's wrong with me instead of all this, this don't worry, you're going to be fine business? Well, Look, thanks. if I've got a slipped disc and have to have an operation, I'd rather know about it the right now. The doctor never even mentioned you're having a slipped disc. Now, don't Well, the milkman it. did. Well, he's not your doctor. <laughs> Dear, you listen to everybody. Well, everybody seems to have a bad back. Now, go shave and I'll make the blueberry muffin. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> Give me the cane. Thank you. Another blueberry muffin, dear? Well, I shouldn't, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're feeling better. Coffee's good this morning, too. You know, outside of those twinges every now and then, my, my back feels... 50% 50% better. Does he? In fact, I feel sort of silly having breakfast here in bed. You stay in <laughs> bed now. Don't rush things. Goodness, look at the time. Betsy and Bobby will be awake in 15 or 20 minutes, and then you won't get so much attention, honey. Yeah. <laughs> well, can't complain. You've done nothing but spoil me. You know, by the way, I, I was thinking during the night, if I'm up and around next week, I think the two of us ought to pop over to Jack's office and draw up our wills. Pass some of that butter. Our what? Butter, would you, honey? Our wills. Our wills? Well, don't look like that. It's just a formality. I've talked about it before. I've never talked about it. Well, I've tried to talk about well, it. Well, I don't like to talk about it. Now, in fact, I don't even like to think about it. Really, I... Wills? Well, look, nobody <laughs> lives forever. I like to think I'm going to, anyhow. Really, you said your back felt better, dear. Oh, my back's got nothing to do That's with it. That's why you mentioned wills. Well, all right, all right. It's what made me think of it. I I should say it's what reminded me of it. I, I, I've been after you for a long time. You know that. But every time I bring up the subject... Oh, please, dear, I'm please. just being practical, that's all. Look, two years ago when we went to Boston, because you and a dozen cousins inherited that old broken-down house from your cousin Larissa, whom you didn't even remember... Broken-down house? At least we got these... Marvelous old black walnut floors and the black walnut paneling for your den. What do you mean? What I am trying to say is that Larissa did not leave a will. So instead of what money she had going to somebody she probably cared for and wanted it to go to, it got divided up among 15 or 20 cousins, none of whom Larissa probably even knew existed. And that is what happens when when you don't leave a will. You want more coffee? You listening to me? We both have insurance. If anything happened, it would go to the other. If something happened to both of us, it would go to the children. Yeah, well, unfortunately, things aren't always that simple. Look, I don't know all the ins and outs myself, but it, it can be very complicated. I made out a temporary will before we went to Europe last year, and I, I promised Jack that I'd see him when I got back. I never did. What do you mean a temporary will? Leaving everything to you, but some plan should be made in case you die before I do. I would like some more coffee. Do you mind... Or some arrangement should be made in case we're both killed in some common disaster. And cream, please. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and if I died and then you died too, you really should have a will. I'm... Now, what is the matter? How can you talk about these things in such a cold-blooded way? What do you mean, cold-blooded way? I mean, I'm just being practical. Well, I have nothing to leave. You'll inherit your mother's house, won't you? You'll inherit this house, a few stocks and bonds. You'll get my insurance, which is $60,000. Sixty thousand. Well, I mean, I carry thirty myself, and a 
company has a $30,000 policy on me. Portion, you see, is deducted from my salary each week. Oh. What? Nothing. Just thinking. Well, anyhow... You have double indemnity, too? Well, yes. I'm just being practical. Uh, well, anyhow, I thought we'd leave everything to each other for the time being, with stipulations on your part, perhaps with some of your personal items you'd like to leave to special people. Maybe some of your jewelry or your first stole. My first stole? Well, if Betsy were too small yet, I'd want my mother to have it. Well, darling, you've got to stipulate those things. That's what I mean. Now, look, supposing you and I and your mother and my mother and father and, and our children were all here in the house, well, eh? and, and suddenly the house was demolished by an earthquake. Well, darling, we don't have earthquakes here. Well, what if we did or anything else? I mean... What we left in insurance, stocks, and bond savings would be divided up among dozens of our cousins and our uncles and our aunts. You mean... You, you mean my cousin Hilda, I can't stand, might get my fur piece? Well, I mean, I don't say that. Could but... she? Could she? Yes! We won't wait until next week. I'll call Jack this morning and ask him to come out to the house. <laughs> I've got Betsy off to school. Bobby's in his playpen, deliriously happy with his modeling play. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> he loves yeah, that modeling wonderful. play. Yeah. Probably going to be a sculpture, I guess. Yeah. I guess my committee will be here any minute. Now, is there anything I can do for you? No, no, not a thing. i got everything I need right where I can reach it. And i got plenty to read. Oh, now don't forget to call Jack. Oh, <laughs> I have to do Bobby. Why? I called Jack at home. You called him? Yeah, I did. Ann says he is still out of town. Oh, oh, still out of town. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no rush, I guess. Waited this long. We can wait till he gets back. No rush. Every time I think of Hilda possibly getting my fur piece. Oh, <laughs> One cousin I can't stand. Honey, you are so literal. Look, if we were all in the house when it was demolished by an earthquake, that fur piece would be in the house and demolished, too. Yeah, I so... thought of that, but what if it was summertime and my fur piece was at the furrier's in storage? <laughs> oh, honey, honestly, yeah. you Anyhow, about... Jack has a new partner, which I didn't know, Mr. Fuller. So I called him at home, and he can't come today, but he'll drop out here tomorrow. Fuller? Mm-hmm, Fuller. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know him. I, I, no, no, look, I, I'd, I'd rather wait till Jack gets back. He won't be away too long. I want something in writing so I'm protected. Why, if Mother didn't get my first door, I mean, I'd want Aunt Effie to have it, you know. I mean, it just... Is... Well, okay, okay. I won't complain if finally, after all these years, I can get some action. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, go on, go on. Well, Just the ladies' committee has started to arrive. <laughs> I hope so. We're having our local government study group this morning. Well, Edith, come on in. Well, I, I didn't know whether to come or not. I I didn't know whether you were having the group this morning. Well, come in, come in. Why not, Edith? Yeah, we said every weekday. My <laughs> dear, how how is he? What? Oh, oh, he's much better this morning, Edith. Yes, he's much better. Oh, huh? my dear, I knew you'd be brave. What? What? What's the matter with you, Edith? Anne Lundell called me. She, she told me. Told you what? About, well, that he wants to make out his will. Oh, 
all that. And London. Yes, he does, but I mean, really, it has Who nothing it? to do. Oh, oh, hi, Edith. Edith. Come listen. on in and see the patient. <laughs> oh, I, I mustn't cry. Well, Edith, listen. Well, good morning. You look just marvelous. You really do. Oh, I feel much better, thanks. Oh, who all did Ann call? Here comes a florist truck. Now, Edith, you have got this all wrong. He's much better. Of course he is. Of course he is. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. What's the matter with her? Oh, don't have a relapse, because I think this is going to be your worst day. Oh, look at the flowers arriving. What a lark. What a comedy spree. It's comedy time every Monday through Friday evening on CBS Radio. It consists, in not necessarily equal parts, of Bob and Ray, Amos and Andy, Burns and Allen, and Andy Griffith. What a lark is a listen, or five listens every week, to CBS Radio's great evening time lineup of laughters. Try them tonight. Try them often. Bob and Ray, Amos and Andy, Burns and Allen, and Andy Griffith. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Leora Thatcher and is produced by Walter Hart and directed by Dick Stenta. This is Stuart Metz speaking. <laughs>